my name is Vicki and I am presenting today on My Creative Corner 3. This is the first ever inaugural program about our creative souls. Our Creative Souls is a project that my sister Nancy and I started on Instagram in the last few weeks. I don't think it's been a couple months, but it could be. And I thought, you know, I really enjoy the Our Creative Souls Instagram account so much because it's so freeing. The Vicki L. Holloway Instagram account focuses on my quilting, long arming, and a little bit about life in a northern town. So what is Our Creative Souls about? Hashtag all the crafts. We are very creative people. And overall, we are not limiting ourselves on our creative soul to any type of craft that we might want to share. In fact, my sister and I do some very, very different types of crafts. I love quilting and she doesn't do so much sewing. My sister does a lot of hands-on creating, sculpting, painting, engineering, fairy garden houses that are towers. And I do some of the fairy gardens and I poke around in the garden, but painting and sculpting is not necessarily where my strengths lie. So we thought it would be fun to present all of the crafts. And we want to eventually in the fall publish a collection of patterns of things that we've been working on through the website of My Creative Corner 3 in the store tab. So what made us crafty, I guess, is the first question. How do people get to be so creative? Well, personally, let's start off with everybody can be creative. And where it started out is actually where everybody's creativity usually starts in childhood. We were children of the 70s. We didn't have cable TV, internet, or any um, massive forms of entertainment. We lived in a very rural part of Michigan, and we moved to an even more rural part of Michigan. The only big resource and source of inspiration we had was nature and our local public library. We had each other to have imaginative play, and believe me, we did. We put on plays for our family and friends. We had musicals. We had dolls, and eventually when we got old enough, my sister bought a sewing machine from a local garage sale, and we sewed doll clothes and pillows and all kinds of things. But really where it all started, I think in this early formative years, was the encouragement of our parents to keep ourselves busy and not getting into trouble. That's a pretty classic thing, isn't it? As a parent, go find something to do. Well, the library had a plethora of creative books, craft books, and we would check them out. In fact, the library was the one thing that we used all the time. It was free and it unlocked your imagination to do anything and go anywhere in those stories and books that you wanted to go. Well, naturally, my sister and I read a lot. And so where our reading took us also influenced the things we did, even as children. 
We loved adventures and stories about magic and dragons and princesses and kings and knights and love and all kinds of villains who had to be defeated, which evolved to eventually we got to a phase of life where video games became part of life and evolved to high school. But we both love a couple of things that have stuck with us, even though it may have come throughout our lives, is the big influences that we we, we truly enjoyed were things like, um, as small children, it would be the Disney princesses stories, only in its more raw form, um, princesses and castles and knights in shining armor. And I would guess that these stories we checked out of the library were really quite um, inspired and and dumbed down, no, 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 washed down to a children's story of King Arthur um, and all of the romanticism of that age. Our library was very old and didn't have, and it was poor, so it didn't have a lot of modern books, but there were lots of old stories there. Some of the other romantic Victorian era stories we read were about the Michigan and um, its lumbering days. When this state was first um, settled, it was the West, and we're in the Midwest, and it was full of these trees, and lumbering was number one. And there's Jane Stratton Porter wrote books that our great-grandmother highly recommended, and our library had them, and we read them, and we enjoyed them. Also, science fiction. Um, as we got to late elementary, um, science fiction was something that really appealed more to my sister, but I enjoyed the old science fiction. Not, I didn't read the Tarzan series quite as much or some of the other ones like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, but by this time we had discovered movies, and boy did we love old movies, the golden era of Hollywood movies. So as, as children, what kinds of things did we make? Well, I told you about the doll clothes we made, but it was also things like Legos. And um, there was a book that we would cut the patterns out and use toothpicks to make angel bands. And my sister was always painting and she enjoyed making things with um, basically found objects around the house and gardening. Our, our parents always had a vegetable garden and our grandparents had flower gardens. And so these were all part of forming the interest that we have in fantasy, fairy gardening, and as we became adults, finding our inner child, which is something we feel is very important in the creating part, really allowing yourself to play and be free when you're creating even if it's something that you feel might be, well, silly. Because silly and childlike and cartoony, it's all, all part of it if you want it to be that way. Don't let it stop you. You see, I was a person that as I became older, really felt that if I couldn't be the best at a painting, then I wouldn't do it. I mean, in fact, I told this story um, before, so you know I'm going to tell it again, but it was very formating, formative in those years of, of 
middle school. I took an art class and my sister was very gifted in drawing pictures and landscapes and all those beautiful things with pen and ink and painting. And my class, my teacher told me that I got a C minus because my drawing wasn't even average. Yes, it wasn't even average. It was devastating. And my whole interest took a 180 degree turn to music. Sixth grade is when you started band. And basically, I got the message that you stink. This isn't your thing. Find something else to do. Um, we tried athletics. We love athletics. I love it more probably than even my sister Nancy does. But we both did athletics for a while. But you know, we found that creating was where we loved to spend our time. So I chose band and music for a while. So did my sister, but I chose it for even longer beyond high school. And that's okay. But middle school years came around and Lord of the Rings was making a resurgence, a second, um, basically revival. They made some cartoons and I mean, this is in the seventies, you know, way before the movie series ever came out. And we love the stories, um, the cartoon series reading, I read them and read them and read them and told the stories. And we just really enjoyed the adventure and the quest and the battle over good and evil and the whole thing about these types of stories. And Lord of the Rings is a big influence in our current creativity. And then we traveled through life just creating. Um, sometimes I want to say our creative souls is about practical things, creating in your home with what you have, making curtains out of uh, garage sale fine fabrics. We've done lots of that. You know, that's where young adulthood come in, came in and our creativity took us to things like you know, we can still make beautiful vases out of what we have in the garden, or maybe a few soap flowers at Christmas time that are in the clearance bin. Or how are you arranging this furniture to give it the maximum use as well as beauty? Old dishes, found objects, upcycling, all that came into play in this part of our lives. You want to make something? Well, maybe you got the components laying around the house. My sister is especially good at that. And we featured a kitchen um, island that she made that is portable, it's on wheels. And she upcycled several pieces of furniture, put it together painted it and it became a great rolling island in her kitchen with storage and a surface to which she can do meal prep. Um, I've done quite a few of that type of thing myself, taking old clothes and upcycling them into a new purpose, such as decorative items, pillows, or even remade them into other pieces of garment wear for children. You know, we've all enjoy so many things. So let's name off a couple here that you might be hearing about in our creative souls, knitting, crocheting. Um, we both love to crochet. I like to knit, um, upcycling, repurposing projects, uh, that you don't, maybe you don't finish and you got to recycle it into something else. So that's what upcycling is or taking found objects and making it into something new. 
painting. My sister is great at painting and she is very good at sculpting and making clay things, gardening, fairy gardening, frugal living. Um, maybe at some point we'll get into um, meals, but my sister and I are not a gourmet chefs. We are practical food foodies and that but being practical with certain types of things that, that you can use from your garden, like crock pot cooking. Um, the other thing is um, I do a lot of sewing and quilting. So sometimes things that could be used for the house, like making pillows or other decorative items um, will be in the Our Creative Souls edition. And currently my biggest obsession is macrame. The 1970s, I tell you, are coming back in a different way. You know, they're, I'm in my 50s, early 50s, and my sister's a few years behind me. And we've decorated, crafted, and lived through several decades. You know, the 80s had a big revival not too long ago, but the 70s has come and gone a couple times. But in home decor, what we're currently loving right now is the boho chic movement. Um, I like the more Danish, um, Scandinavian sleek styles with a touch of feng shui in there. And my sister also is adopting this boho chic Zen movement too. Um, we're getting rid of all of the excessiveness that might happen in people's homes to create calm, creative spaces. But the boho, the bohemian part, I think is way cool. We love it. We love the texture the color and macrame. I love macrame. I did it as a little girl in the 70s. I made owl um, towel holders out of them and wall hangings and all kinds. I even made a purse that I still have and I won a blue ribbon at the county fair. That was the same year um, in 4-H. I took um, sewing and I did macrame on my own and my sister took cake decorating and she won a blue ribbon for decorating a cake made like a teddy bear very common in the 70s so we're adopting and updating ideas that we have seen once or twice in our life or maybe even a new type of thing and bringing it to 2018 taking those ideas and putting a modern and practical twist on it do you want a plant container that's big in your yard but spending a couple hundred dollars on those fancy terracotta pots that are glazed doesn't quite fit your budget my sister figured out how to make them with concrete and an exercise ball and she has several very modern globe-shaped planters that she stained to the color she wanted and has beautiful containers. So today's introduction is about who we are. Nancy is the younger sister. My name is Vicki. I have the social media of My Creative Corner 3 and twice a month the plan is to do a Our Creative Souls edition. The whole end point of this we don't know this is a journey we're just starting it's a new creative journey hoping to have a peg you know a, a pattern collection in the fall maybe winter we'll see how it goes so that's who we are two Michigan sisters who are sharing their creative journey 
in a collective way that we decided to name our creative souls. So let me tell you what Nancy's working on currently. She is gardening. In fact, both of us live in Michigan, but we live three hours apart. And where Nancy lives, it gets uh, cold and rainy with a bit of snow in the winter. And I live north four hours, no, three hours north on the 45th parallel where we get tons of snow. And we had 40 inches of snow in April. Yep, it was not fun. We've been planning and obsessing and dreaming and constructing both our physical gardens and our fairy gardens. We believe that fairies need a garden center in our homes as well as out in our garden. Nancy has a very long growing season compared to Vicki and she's been making fairy gardens that have towers and Lord of the Ring influenced landscapes and they are very very cool she even made a, a Mordor fairy garden castle and Hobbitville and mine um, are really a little bit less arty because I am not good at sculpting but I've been buying a few uh, pieces of resin and concrete here and there and my fairy gardens outside are also Lord of the Ring themed where you start in the Shire, which is a little elevated bed, and I have um, raised beds for my fairy gardens, and you go through the adventure of the Shire, you go through the wooded forest, and then you're going to the next box, which is I'm trying to make it a little bit more uh, formal, like where the um, elves live. And I, if I could find a dragon... Um, I might end up having one section of the garden look like Mount Doom or Mordor, but we'll find out. You know, that's the thing. Fairy gardens are different every year and they can take on any life of their own. Nancy has a big garden outside that this is actually in the ground and weaving through paths in her big garden. And she also has sections for her grandchildren to play and do children hands-on things. My garden space is much smaller and I have a couple perennial beds that are relatively low maintenance because I love gardening, but by June's end or 4th of July, um, I'm done with messing around in the gardens and they're left alone pretty much until the next year when I get bit by the bug again. So we've been really, really, really looking forward to gardening. I kind of got stalled out because of the bad weather and the snow that came in April. Besides gardening, um, I'll have to say that uh, Nancy's been decorating her home and she and I have both been studying Zen and Feng Shui and simplicity. And Vicki, that would be me. What have I been obsessed with is the macrame thing. I mean, it's so much fun. And I made a beautiful wall hanging that I gave to um, my future daughter-in-law that really is a great beginner project. It had square knots, it had um, the spiral knot, and of course the casting on knot, which is a lark's head knot. And overall, it's a very, the basic knots. And I'm gonna expand upon that idea in a little bit smaller project with a longer 
uh, macrame and I want to dye the tips. I've seen that and that's going to be my project now that the weather's good and I can dye it outside. So that is our introduction to our creative souls. Feel free to go to My Creative Corner 3. The show notes will be there and there'll even be a couple of links of some of the projects that I talked about and they will link back to our Instagram page. Feel free to leave comments and we really would love to hear about what is your creative soul working on? What kinds of things are you quote obsessed about right now? And we would love for you to be part of this journey as we share all of the things that we're creating. We're not going to have a one craft curated space on either Facebook, which is our Creative Souls, or Instagram. And we want you to join in to continue the conversation in our community of creativity. We hope that today's podcast has encouraged you to be creative. And we will return with an Our Creative Souls edition in two weeks. And next week will be a My Creative Corner 3 podcast. Thank you for joining and thank you for listening. We really, really look forward to getting to know you and Our Creative Souls. 